Hey, I just I have to say that I really love our music, but I was just putting that out there. Hey guys, it's 7ish, right? Yep. Monday night, 7ish. It's Lifestyles of Love with your girls Chris and Vic. I'm Chris. She's there. Um, we have some special guests this evening to talk the same talk about double standards. And first, I will thank our lovely sponsor at Voyager, V-O-I-J-O-U-R, Reiki Healing with our girl Kuule. She'll be here next week for her branded promotion show. Um, in the meantime, you can get 20% off using the promo code double L heal two zero 20% off any kind of a Reiki session. Um, or you can go to voyager.com IG, Facebook, wherever you like. And we are coming to you live on Facebook and YouTube on Vegas hype media. Follow us, send your loves send your questions and comments and maybe we'll get to them. Big maybe. So I'll introduce our guests. We have a double Sean episode, but one of our Sean's goes by Smoke. So we got Smoke. What's that? And then we got Sean Michael. The hello, one and hello. only. He's back. Right. You know, we're here to talk about these double standards. You know, there's there's just so many. And um I felt like it was a good time good opportunity to you know get back into it but first these hot topics first and foremost the election happened we're all still alive and we have a new president elect and vice president elect thank god first woman first woman of color all of that it was so anticlimactic uh yeah it was a lot it was very stressful yeah because we already knew. Um, right. Thanks, Quan. Um, yeah, it was because whatever. They, ugh, I just can't. It drugged. I don't remember it. it. They hella drug it out. I don't remember it ever taking this long in my lifetime. No, it always takes this long. We just never. It always takes election. this long to. It always takes this long to count the votes. That was what I'm trying to say. Um, like but usually they know the like day, right? Because yeah. they don't, because usually, um, people are voting in person more than they're voting, um, by mail-in or absentee. But since this year is this year, so it's an overwhelming amount of the opposite. So the mail being the mail this year, you know, it just, everything took so much longer. And so, but usually they are still counting ballots at this point in like in usual elections. I guess there was just so much more, you know, so many more ballots because of, um, you know, COVID and mm -hmm. all of that good stuff. But I mean, which I, them counting those ballots helped for sure because a couple states flipped, but it was still very anti. Um, I feel you. So, I feel yeah. you. Um, and of course, you know, in 2020 fashion, Trump is not conceding to the election results which you know it's no surprise <laughs> i wasn't surprised i'm more just like bewildered at this point um because now you just look like a chump hey like a chump hey to me i mean that's just me it look, 
Yeah, I mean, you look like a sore loser. Um, just very undignified. Yeah, very unpresidential. Highly. Yes. But I think that's but his thing. We knew that already. Yeah, we knew that. Um, so. But ultimately, the the decision is... It lies with the GSA, I found out today, which is the General Services Administration. And one lady by the name of Emily Murphy, no relation to Eddie, is the government (laughs) official who, like, has this in the palm of her hand. Like, she makes the decision. She makes the call um, after all the ballots had been sorted. But usually this person, they go by the electoral college like whoever wins first like they go by that but she's she's not she's not going to do it yet um but surprise surprise she was appointed by trump in 2017 so she's she's on the list so if she says anything she's sleeping with the fishes if you know what i'm trying to say right so um sad sad but true but we'll see we'll see what happens and um the sad news is that Alex Trebek passed away yesterday. Sad. Um, yeah. He was definitely getting his flowers before he passed. Oh, I mean, yes, for his. sure. For sure. Definitely deserved them. He was definitely a um, a very prominent figure in, like, the Black Lives Matter. He was back there. He was, you know, in all the movements since, I guess the beginning of his like reporting career he used to be very tan and have a mustache and a fro so mm-hmm. he he was mistaken for a brother more often than not so he'd been in there for a long time mm. rest in peace rest in peace anything else going on what's going on um i guess we're good... like on the topic of going into double standards so Donald Trump Jr. tweeted out um, 70 million pissed off Republicans and not one city burned to the ground. Which was implying which, what? <laughs> which is implying like, you know, talking about like Black Lives Matter yeah. um, and things of that nature. And, you know, when someone is uh, killed by the police, how, you know, we riot, loot, uh, mm-hmm. you know march things like that mm-hmm. oh that's on the same level as someone not being you know elected president right and wasn't nothing burned down or looted when trump won by the democrats i mean maybe they had some you know some fireworks or some i don't know maybe they shot some guns out in the desert or something but i don't recall any extreme damage done when president trump right. won and i was in new york but, city at the time. no but and nobody says this shit, you know, when it's sports teams. Oh, right. Would they be there, throwing you know? cars? Yeah, you're right. Right. Double standards. You know, when that happens, um, at these fucking rallies and things like that, when people be getting killed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's not in, like, these great numbers, but still, nobody ever, you know, these are fine people and things of that nature. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm going to write that down because I have another double standard. Um. So... You know, we brought these guys in here. Well, we brought Sean and Michael back um, to continue the talks because Sean the double standards just. Oh, did he? Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, these things are just—they're—they're pro- they're constant and prominent all day, every day. I see them all day, and I want to point them out, so I just write them down as they happen, as I see them. 
Um, so definition being a set of principles that applies differently and usually more rigorously to one group of people or circumstances than to another, especially a code of morals that applies more severe standards of sexual behavior to women than to men. That's our general double standards definition. What do you think about that, Smoke? Is that Does that sound right? I think that's spot on. Now... You were listening before, you know, you, you heard some double standards. Were there some that you agreed heavily or disagreed heavily with? Um, He's like all of them. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are what they are. They are labeled the double standards for a reason. I think the, well, as far as what I engage in, the biggest double standard I've, I've become a part of is dating. Um, yeah, I think that is super one-sided as it relates to what society tells you is your role today versus what a woman's role is. Mm. Um, I think double standard is very prevalent there and it's going to be a large part of the reason why I remain single because I, you, you can't reinvent the wheel. You can't, um, you can't necessarily change the rules of engagement. So it's kind of one of those things that you get out or you move around and I just can't get with it. Sorry. What like exactly what are you talking about? In particular, yeah. Um, a man has to do a lot of the heavy lifting when you're talking about dating, whether it be in the emphasis stages when you meet someone or even after you meet someone. Most of the time, the man does the brunt of the work. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some ladies out there who will um, express interest. Uh, you can have women who shoot their own shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that, but it's seldom and it's far and in between. Um, I don't know what's more difficult, getting a woman's attention or keeping a woman's attention. Mm. They both mm. they, they both weigh about the same. They both it's a strenuous process in both, but um, it's definitely a double standard because it's one sided. Okay, well, I don't think so. Coming out Why the not? gate. I don't know, because I feel like, so you feel like, like on the aspect of getting a woman's attention or keeping a woman's attention, you you don't think that men date more women or have like more women in rotation at one time than a woman does with men? I think it's about the same. But the thing about it is, I think as it relates to dating, women control dating, because I can't converse with you unless you give me your number. I can't go out with you unless you give me the okay. And in most cases, you're not going to ask for my number. You're not going to ask me out. You're so right. even though you do have a certain number of men in rotation and a certain number of women in rotation, understand that a woman largely dictates how many women a man probably has in rotation. If she's aggressive or if at the very least she's open and receptive, open and receptive in the infant stages of getting to know someone, That'll cut down the opportunity and the and the bandwidth a man would have to entertain X, Y, Z women. Well, women slow play a man, right? So I'll text you once. You'll see you put the phone down and continue doing what you're doing, whether you're interested in me or not. So now here we are playing a, a game of cat and mouse. Have to double and triple text you sometimes. Just get your attention. And again, that's whether you were interested or not. Women don't have their problem necessarily, at least not when you first meet a man. That's a double standard because, again, we have to do most of the heavy lifting. So if I'm going to, if we're going to get to know each other, trust me, in more, more cases than not, I've done most, if not all, of 
um, the reaching out, trying to have an open line of communication, being consistent, things of that nature. Women don't really too much engage in that type of uh, gameplay. So you're not put off by women who shoot their shot? Absolutely not. I, I invite it. I, I think um, I, the reason why I invite it is because when you look at the success rate for a man as it relates to just approaching a woman, on a good day, a man probably is shooting 20 to 30 percent. So you highlight 10 women, you'll be lucky if you get three numbers, right? You, you'll be lucky if you advance or accept it three times. Versus a woman, I've never understood why women don't shoot their shots more because their success rate is much, much higher than a man's. Mm. Much higher. I'm talking about it in upwards to 80%, right? So when a woman shoots their shot, great. That cuts out some of the awkwardness and some of the uh, some of the hard work I have to do because at the very least, now I know you're interested. And I think a good reason behind that is because women don't want to give up any type of leverage. One, they, a lot of women feel like once a man knows that mm-hmm. I like him, things change. It's true. To where yeah. be myself, yeah. I'm too old for that shit. Mm-hmm. So, right. And tell me what's up. I'm not going to sit and play this game. But with see, you. at the same time, I think that depends on the man, really, because a lot of men, I think when a woman does, I don't know, she makes any type of a move, like she's automatically aggressive to some men. I was saying that some, for some men, when a woman makes any kind of move on them, she's automatically aggressive. Labeled as how, aggressive. How so? Give me an example. Like if I shot my, you know, if you were maybe somebody else and I shot my shot at you, like you may automatically label me as aggressive. I think because a lot of men like the chase. Mm-hmm. Um, so if a woman makes any step forward, you know, and letting you know that she wants you, you automatically mark her aggressive. Uh, now, I'm not saying that doesn't happen, so I agree with you. I just don't think that happens anywhere near the amount to where it needs to be discussed. So, again, some women, I'm sorry, some men don't want a woman to be the aggressor, right? They'll prefer, like you said, the chase. Mm-hmm. But in most cases, and I'm talking about the majority, they don't give a shit about that. Like if, Because this is how I see it. We can both start off at point A, and we need to get to point B. I necessarily don't care how we get to point B. The problem is, in most cases, the man has to do the heavy lifting to get to point B. And to me, a a lot of that is a waste of time. And I'm going to tell you something. Women are really doing themselves a disservice by letting a man do all the heavy lifting. And here's why. A lot of women are skeptical when when they meet a guy, right? This guy Mm -hmm. may be full of it. He may be mm-hmm. full of beer. Um, all these different things. He probably just want to have sex with me. You're probably not interested in me at all. Mm-hmm. Well, he, the way you find out is if you expedite the dating process. If you receive those advances, if you converse with him, if you reply to text messages, if you text first, if you accept these dates, if you invite him out on the date. The reason why I'm saying it is because the quicker, the, the more you do these things, the quicker you're going to get to know him. And at that way, his representative is going to leave eventually. Mm. The, the objective should be is to get that man as comfortable with you as possible. And then at that point, his true intention will be revealed. Hmm. Okay. Well, you know, I'm having, you know, I'm listening to everything you're saying. It's so right, you know, and yet half the time, I'll be honest with you. I feel like when, when women do shoot their shot, their, their version of shooting their shot. Okay. Cause women aren't as, 
direct when it comes to this thing, right? Right. Sometimes these men don't be picking up on it. And I'm honest to God, they don't pick up on it. They're not, you know, I don't know. They don't realize the girl's trying or they don't, or, or maybe that's their way of being like, I'm not interested. Maybe they, maybe they're smarter than we think. I don't know, but I've watched and I've suffered the consequence of trying to talk to a dude in a casual way, not like, yo, shorty, what's your number? But just like, oh, I, you know, you, I like, I like, I like your shoes, your little office, nice, you know, haircut, beard, whatever. And they're just like, thank you. <laughs> that don't count. We need to be more direct. Is that what it is? That's exactly what I'm, let me tell you something. Okay. A lot of guys, you can give them a compliment, right? Let's just say, hey, your cologne, you smell nice, your cologne smell good. Okay. And a lot of times, a cat will automatically think, Oh yeah, she want me. And that is fucking true. Right. And in most cases, like, nah, dude, (laughs) she don't want you. She just thought that you smelled nice, right? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. If a woman compliments me on my shoes or my cologne or whatever, I'm just going to assume you like my shoes or you like whatever I had or whatever it is you gave me a compliment on, right? I don't automatically assume that you want me to have that that you're trying to engage in conversation with me. Right. Again. Open, closed mouth don't get fed. You have to be more direct if you want me to accept your advances because I'm just thinking, hell, you you admire my damn shoes. Now, see, the other part is, you know, y'all are in the South and, you know, I guess there's still certain standards of courtship in the South. I'm, I don't think I'm so. guessing. I'm guessing. Define standards. Like, you know, a man is supposed to chase a woman or, or court her pay for everything and be very, you know, uh, dominant in the, in the relationship or dominant in the courting, you know? So to me, it might be a little confusing to go down to the South and as a woman be, uh, I don't want to say aggressive, but be the aggressor. Okay. So l- l- let me say this. Okay. As a man, I'm 39 years old. Mm-hmm. I have absolutely no issue with courting and or pursuing a woman. Mm-hmm. The problem is the operative word you use was chase. Yeah. And that's what normally happens. You end up having to chase somebody. I'm not chasing a goddamn soul. So then what do you mean when you say court? Court means you're reciprocating energy. Okay. That means I know you're interested just strictly based off your action, not necessarily what you say, but how you move and what you do. Mm-hmm. So if you're reciprocating energy and you're doing what I feel is your part, then I got no problem courting you to the ends of the earth. I have no problem pursuing you. But chasing you, no man, that's against my religion. I'm not doing that shit. Okay. So you're you wanna be you just wanna be courted too. Is that is that really what it is? Like you want the courtship to be reciprocated. If, if you call reciprocal energy courting me, then I'm guilty. Yeah. But it's more so because I don't mind doing my part. And if my part, whether you want to divvy it up as it relates to be 60, 40, 70, 30, I'm cool with doing the brunt or the majority of it. I'm just not going to do all of it. Oh, okay. Right. And, and just by example, if I met you Monday, mm-hmm. we conversed every day from Monday to Friday. Each and every time you and I started the conversation, I initiated it. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all the heavy lifting. Even if you're engaged in a conversation with me, we're having a good conversation, I am not going to continually reach out to you because how in the hell am I supposed to know that you want to talk to me? Yeah, I feel that right. one. I feel that one. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
I so, think that's a huge double standard. That's a huge, you are right about that. That's a huge double standard, and I hate it because at the end of the day, for me, any everybody wants to feel as if someone wants to be wants. in communication with them, right? Like, everybody wants to feel that. They Everybody wants to feel like, oh, I got a text message from the person I wanted to get a text message from, you know, right. and I'm going to I'm gonna text right. them too um, to let them know, you know, maybe tomorrow or next day just to let them know, like, I'm thinking about you too. Because, I, I, you know, I've had this argument so many times where it's like, you don't have to call me every day or anything, but, like, let just let me know you, you are into this because maybe it is always me initiating the contact. It's just like, you just want to know that somebody's in this with you and it's not just exactly. you. I feel that, I feel that. So then Vic always Vic was talking about a big double standard. Well, I don't even know if this is a double standard. I think it's just more like a um a big one that we don't really talk about because you're saying, you know, women should shoot their shot. Now what if they propose first? Or, you know, what 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 how do you feel about being proposed to? I'm all I'm for it. I'm all oh, with it. Wow. Kwan's saying no. Listen. Okay. Yeah, I say no also. So okay. here's what I don't understand. Women will go out and get anything they want, whether it be a job, a house, a car, an outfit, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Women will do what's necessary to get it. Now, if you look at the pecking order, if you ask women what the pecking order is, the thing that they desire, marriage is usually one of the top three things that they'll mention to you, right? Mm-hmm. What's funny to me is, and this defies conventional wisdom. If you want something so desperately, you will wait for somebody else to give it to you when it's That's how there at your fingertips. That makes no goddamn sense to me. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with Most you. Most women, as a matter of fact, being married is probably number one, two, three, four, and five for women. Mm-hmm. And they will sit in a relationship and twiddle their damn thumbs instead of doing whatever it is necessary to get married. Because here I am again with the same analogy. We yeah. start at point A. Right. You get to point B. What on earth is stopping you from getting to point B? Because if we just being honest with each other, it's all about women wanting to enjoy, enjoy the, the pageantry and the attention that comes along with getting proposed to and getting married. Right. That, the, the thing that tells me is you are probably more in tune with the idea of getting married and not getting married to me. Right. Yes. Now, I I don't I I don't agree. With of course, that. I agree. I agree. Of course, I don't. Shit, I ain't proposing to no niggas. See, the thing I'm is, not, is like I, I understand not, that I'm though. Not that progressive. I'm not that progressive. I don't even think it's a progressive <laughs> thing. I don't think that's what he's saying as a progressive thing. He's saying that most women want it, so why not go get it instead of waiting for this dude to figure that's it exactly. out? You well, I think so that because men ain't thinking about that time, shit. Though. And that's that's probably that's one reason why I say no. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that um, women probably think about marriage more than men. I'm not saying like some men don't. I also know that men they typically know like that they don't want nobody else to have you. That they want you for themselves. So I mm-hmm. feel like if he really wants, I feel, I feel like the man chooses the relationship. Because typically more women are, you know, down for the commitment or down for relationships. And you're really just kind of waiting around for the man to get his shit together or figure out, you know, if he really wants to be with you and make those moves and things like that. So I feel like for marriage, it's the same concept. Uh, Most, like I was saying, most women are, you know, they want to get married. So for the man, I I don't know. I don't want to propose to a man 
I'd rather him just be ready and then propose to me. But I, what if you're not ready when he proposes? You still gonna say yes? Listen. What happens? Whatever, because if we being honest, man, it's all about a fear of rejection. Women don't want to be right. rejected. Oh, that's totally what it is. That too, absolutely. They hide behind that. Well, that's a two-way street. A man can use the same, can sing the same song, and it applies mm-hmm. here as well. But what I'm saying is, you're not walking down the path alone. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. same fear and the same reservations you have about... Pro- because even, like, you made a great point. Men more so control relationships as it relates to getting in a relationship or getting married. Mm-hmm. But why? Like, who said that has to be the status quo? Who said that it has to be the norm? Why not? Because nothing's stopping a woman from changing it. If you're dating a guy exclusively and you're like, hey, I want to be in a relationship, why wait for that man to say, hey, I want you to be my girlfriend? You can easily ask him. Like, there's absolutely nothing stopping you from asking him. Or just right. starting or just I mean, starting to call yourself his, his girlfriend? Is that people do that too? They just start calling themselves yo, like not, this is my man, I, I'm I his girlfriend. That. That's a I don't really know, bad I idea. think it comes yeah, I wouldn't do that. Um I think that just comes across that comes along with um like we were talking about earlier, you know, wanting to know that you're wanted somebody, you know what I mean? Um, I think that's why. And so I think it's because women Double standard-wise, you know, we're, we're seen as a wanting to, you know, settle down and things like that. So you're just waiting for a man to want to do the same thing because men are known to play the field. And like I said, men know, you know, pretty early on, like, that they really want to be with you. So why are you dragging your feet? They don't know they want to be with you forever, though. Well, again, women know. So why not ask? I'm 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 very open to asking. I'm not getting down on a knee. I'm not. Okay. That's what I'm not doing. I'm not gonna get down on my knee and ask you. I'm not but asking. I will set a beautiful scene up and be like, You trying to do this? I mean, maybe I'll word it better, but honestly, like I hope so. <laughs> but honestly, like why? I mean, what for what? If we're in this, especially if we got a baby already or we're you know, we're living together. We bought this house together, whatever. It's like, right. obviously, I, we plan on being together. So who, what difference does it make who proposes? Obviously, there's a yeah. tradition, right? There's a tradition. Exactly. But what's funny is most women want that traditional, like, proposal, but they're not traditional women. Come on. Come on now. Stop telling the truth. And that's, what, that's truth. what's confusing, I think, is, you know, we have a lot of non-traditional women out here that twerk. And want, you know, they want to be, they want to be the man in the relationship. They want to be the alpha. But then they want to wait to be a delicate flower when this man gets on his knee. And, you know, I don't know. I I mean, why can't we be multifaceted? Because that's another double standard. That's just a big one. Like, you don't ever see that. Ever. I'm sure it happens. But. Yeah, because men don't get to pick and choose when we are old fashioned. Women do. Mm. Whenever it's convenient for self, then great. It's kind of for me to be old-fashioned, but whenever mm. it's not convenient for me or whenever it doesn't benefit me directly, I don't want to be old-fashioned anymore. There you go. So do you consider yourself old-fashioned? Um, yeah. Yeah. And mo- in, 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 in most terms, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, because sometimes it's... It just depends on what you're talking about, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But I get that. I think I'm more, I think I'm more traditional than I care to admit, really. Okay. 
the old-fashioned tip that I'm not on is the woman staying at home and being a housewife or anything. That's probably mm-hmm. the only thing you probably... Yeah, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> Lie. But what if you have children? Then great, we have children. So... The hell did that you'd mean? rather pay for them? So you'd rather pay for them to go to daycare? Let's say, okay, you're married, you guys have children. Let's say whatever you spend in daycare is the same amount of money that your wife makes, maybe a little bit less. Um, you don't think that it'd be better or more beneficial for her to just stay at home with the kids? I think she believes it'll be beneficial to her, but what I also believe is... No, to the kids. Beneficial How? I mean, they don't have to worry about going to daycare. They're being, you know, they're with a parent. So who loves them more than a parent? Either parent, though. And it could be either parent, really. So you don't believe in stay-at-home dads either? I was going to say, would you stay at home? No, I wouldn't. Unless I married somebody who was... If you're going to go to work... somebody who was filthy rich, then of course I stay at home. I stay at home and be the best stay-at-home dad you've seen this, this side of the equator. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what if, if she just asked you to, to like, what if that was one of, what if that was a request in your, in your nah, relationship? Speaking, I'm, still, I'm still a man. Yeah. I'm still a man. I mean, what, oh, I you can't. know, what if your duties were elsewhere? They were at home well, duties. Well, you have to redefine gender roles because if my yeah. duties are elsewhere, what are hers? Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I can't see myself being a stay at home dad. I don't think in 2020 it's ideal to have a one income household. So, although um, there are pros and cons to sending your children out to daycare, there are also a lot of pros to having more money, dual incomes pouring into the home. Yeah, I think the kids definitely and greatly benefit in that area. That's true. Okay, but what if you make the same amount that you would spend in daycare? That's where I was coming from. What do you mean? The cost of daycare is equivalent to one of y'all's salaries. So why wouldn't one of you guys just stay at home? And I, I mean, it's more work to stay at home with children than it is to clock in for eight hours. If I married somebody who was making the cost equivalent of daycare, I married the wrong woman. <laughs> daycare is expensive. I don't give a good oh goddamn Lord. how expensive it is. If you can't make more than what daycare costs, I married the wrong woman. Okay. Yeah, okay. Daycare is expensive, and you have multiple children. Because that—that—that's the double standard I'm not finna get with. You are not going to be making vastly less than I am. Damn that! I think in, in that in that regard, I think like a woman. How much money do you make? How how financially literate are you? What's your credit score? What part of town do you live in? All the things that a woman looks at as it relates to a man long term. Mm-hmm. I look at all that stuff off top. And if you ain't checking off them boxes, then we ain't got too much to talk about. Mm. So you ain't you ain't tricking. It ain't tricking if you got it. That's against my religion as well. Not doing no tricking. <laughs> no. Okay, so then in the in the name of marriage and stuff, what about what about these prenups? Because you know, folks be usually I feel like it's men that that are asking for prenups. You know, because they just are so afraid that these women are gonna take them for all they. Are worth if they cheat or if they um yeah if they cheat and so how do you feel about prenups because because i feel great about them i'm definitely gonna have one i don't i don't care whether i have money at the time i get married or not but we will have a prenup or a postnup one of them 
I don't have an issue with it one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to live in this fairy tale land that once I get married, there will be no divorce. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely not something that's on that's at the top of my mind. But I actually, I, even if she would have bring it up to me, I have no issue with it at all. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I don't understand why people have issues with it, to be honest. But I think it's because. You're kind of going in with it like, okay, so you feel like we aren't, like, we're not going to work out. But that's like, that's like getting car insurance and being like, so are you trying to tell me I'm going to get in an accident? So we're already thinking about the accident I'm going to get in? Well, yeah, we are. Because it's, it's a possibility. Like, let's not be naive here. I think there's another prime example of, because again, it's more so men who ask women for prenups, right? Yeah. So here's another opportunity of a woman disagreeing with something when she's not the direct and sole beneficiary of it. Because if we get a divorce, alimony, child support, Mm -hmm. uh, spousal support, all this other stuff, all these other words they have for it, usually in most cases, the women benefit from that. Right. Mm -hmm. So if this doesn't work out, I'm getting left high and dry. And you ain't going to do this to me. Well, why not? There is absolutely nothing wrong with the ideology of you leaving with what you came in with right but again since it doesn't benefit me i can't co-sign with this no i'm not finna subscribe that way thank you mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. now what about hmm i don't know which one to go with yeah okay well what about mm, just ending things ending things with women versus women ending things with men do you find that to be any kind of double standard like you know what? This is funny. Okay. Um, I think one of the biggest double standards is male bashing. Mm. So when you speak about ending things, whether oh, it's amicable yes. for both parts or not, mm-hmm. yes. the man typically gets drugged through the fucking mud yes. in public, yes. whether it be your family and friends, everybody knows, or whether it be through social media, uh, which commonly happens through social media. Um, you, you, if a man breaks up with a woman, you're the bad guy. If a woman breaks up with the man, it's because the man was cheating, the man couldn't maintain the job, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. It's very seldom I hear a cat tell me, hey, this, this couple didn't work out and it was her fault. You mm-hmm. rarely ever hear that. And I know good and hell will women ain't perfect. So I'm positive that uh, some of the reasons why things didn't work out has something to do with the woman. But you never hear about that. Male bashing is at an all-time high because there are so many platforms to male bash on. Mm. And that is a huge double standard because you don't see men engaged in that type of activity because supposedly what it says about the man if he does. Hmm. I mean, but you don't think some of your counterparts ain't shit? I mean... Listen, you ain't finna sit here. I'm not... I agree niggas ain't shit. Listen, I agree wholeheartedly. We on the same page. Men ain't shit. (laughs) I get it. I'm not disputing it. But I think at the same rate, men ain't shit. Women ain't shit either. Right. Uh, I'm, yeah. Women are just as... Right. Women, as a fact, women are more sleep than men because they we don't get caught. We have this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> right. They don't... Men, women don't get caught. Right. Uh, men are just... I mean, because women... I think Sloppy. women are not smarter than men. So when they do whatever it is they do, they cross all their teeth, they dot all their eyes. Men aren't really forward thinkers. Well, not necessarily forward thinkers, but they don't plan ahead in most regards. They don't look at every other variable that could possibly get them caught. Women do. So when we're talking about who ain't shit, this next a neck and neck race to me. 
I feel you. Mm-hmm. We had we had that conversation. We were talking about percentages. We sure did. And I said fifty <laughs> or sixty or something like forty, something like that. Because I'm with you too. Because I mean, I, you know, as a woman, you have a lot of woman friends, and women are always inclined to tell their business to their girlfriends. And you know, some of these women is trifling, and I, I you know, I mm-hmm. don't judge them for being trifling, but I tell them, I let them know. Listen, if if a man. <laughs> Because this is another double, double standard, mm-hmm. like men cheating or whatnot. Yes. This is where st- mathematically, statistically, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense to say that men cheat more than women. And here's why. If you're a woman, whether you're a nice-looking woman, decent-looking woman, whatever you want to categorize yourself as, mm-hmm. think about the number of times, and Tuco talks about this a lot, think about the number of times a man offers you sex in a day. Right. Versus number of time a woman offers a man sex in the day so the man is probably going out trying to cheat more often but who has more of an opportunity to because you look at unanswered dms you look at th- that's a man offering you sex when you're looking at likes on <laughs> whether it be twitter instagram uh what's the other one snapchat whatever mm-hmm, the case mm-hmm. may be that's a man offering you sex where you at the gas station pumping gas you got a guy want to uh pump your gas for you True. you at walmart shopping the guy approaching you being that the man approaches the woman in a considerable amount more, that that mathematically that tells me that a woman has more of an opportunity to cheat than a man. Uh-huh. So who's more likely to? The, the probability. But I think I don't know. I think the reasons that men and women cheat are different too. Uh, so mm. I, I typically think that typically that women will cheat when they're unhappy. Versus men, you know, what? I feel like lately that's not true. I feel like women are just... Um, women women cheat because they ain't shit. This I don't even feel like it's... I mean, I feel like it's that too. But there's there's a level of power to cheating, I think, for women. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm just thinking about how a woman needs to feel to, like, get shit done and to feel good about herself and yeah you're right like if somebody's not giving you the attention if you got a man or you got several men unless you've tried dating a woman let me explain something to you (laughs) helping her with her insecurities and reassuring her is a full-time job Mm. and it's hard as hell to do it and maintain it at a high level on a day-to-day basis so when you lack in one area she's more inclined to go out and have that area scratched by somebody have that itch scratched by somebody else Mm -hmm. That has absolutely nothing to do with being unhappy. That has more to do with you being unreasonable. There well, you you're unhappy about something. Or just having yeah. being impulsive. <clears throat> Some people are just impulsive too. Like they just yeah. right. you know, they just can't resist. Or it's fun. I mean, I, I think some people cheat for fun. I think it I think some people just for sport. Yeah, for sport. Like getting the yeah. getting the rush of getting away with something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's part of it half the time. But there, there, therein lies a double standard because we don't all of these different uh, options and all of these different um, reasons we're saying people cheat. Mm-hmm. These aren't discussed when male bashing happens. It's just that mm. he ain't shit. Why he cheated is irrelevant. <laughs> so right, why you're right. To me, is irrelevant. You still ain't shit because you did it. Mm. I don't care what your reasoning was. You because at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, your ass could have just left. You decided not That's to. True. None of this is being discussed when, because listen, I don't, again, I don't give a flip 
what social media platform we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You won't have to move your thumb more than three times to find some form of male bashing, whether it be directly or indirectly. And nobody is saying, oh, I'm only talking about this portion of men. Oh, I'm only talking about the men who sit over here. Nah, you said men, baby. You casted a super wide ass net. So I don't see the purpose. And when I say women ain't shit that I have, I should have to explain it, dumb it down, articulate who I'm speaking of. I'm talking about women. Hmm. Yeah. The cheating thing is a lot. I don't, I don't get offended by general generalizations personally. So. Right. I don't either, because again, when, when I see the stuff on social media, I scroll right past it because you're not talking to me. Mm-hmm. And then if, if I say women ain't cheat, when I when I say women ain't shit, of course I'm not talking about 100 percent of women. I'm right. talking about the majority. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think majority rules. So, like, like they say, hit dog holler every time. Mm-hmm. So if I say something in a fashion that will strike a nerve, then you you must be guilty. Because right. again, when I see this stuff all day every day, I don't have to respond to any of it because hell, you're not talking to me. You ain't talking right. about me. Mm-hmm. So then. How you feel about how you feel about dating a woman that has a lot of male friends? I'm fine with it. Cause you have a lot of female friends, right? I do. And so mm. you you not dating women that have to that have problem with that. Because I imagine some women do. Yeah, absolutely. They you know? do. Um I think that it's very, very difficult to come across genuine people in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Amen. So come across them you should keep them you should value them you should hold on to them so getting off into a relationship she's going to have to understand that if i value this person it's for a reason um it's my job to help manage your insecurities once we get into a relationship like that's part of my job mm-hmm. a lot of this has me, a lot to do with me being open with um my mannerism things of that nature i got no problem with that I also have no problem with the woman having male friends because at the end of the day, listen, she won't give up that ass she's going to. I Amen. Right. Right. Nothing so whoever. A friend, a stranger, right. a family so, member, don't matter. If that's your partner and you value Buddy that much to where you want to continue to be friends with him, then by all means, go ahead. Even if it's even if one of the men is an ex. There's nothing I can do about it because if, if I, I forbid you to bring him into the relationship, he, 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 he can no longer be your friend. Mm-hmm. You're going to sneak and talk to him anyway. Yeah, you're right. And I'm not I'm not the check your phone type or follow you type or none mm-hmm. of that other stuff. I'm the easiest guy in the world to cheat on because I don't do any of those things. Yeah. So whatever it is you're going to do, it's going to be pretty easy for you. Because if I have to do those things as far as following you or checking up on you or checking your phone, going through your phone, I don't need to be with you. Amen, brother. Right. Amen. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Uh, what was I going to say? Shit, I lost my train of thought. Okay, that's what I was going to say. So with like platonic friendships, though, and you're, you're in a relationship, do you change the way that you hang out with people? Like, obviously, if you have a girlfriend, you wouldn't let one of your female friends stay over, right? Right, right. I think at that point, the rules change. And I'm pretty sure that person would understand why the rules are changing. Like, I can't converse with you as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Um, us going out for going lunch and probably going to be cut down. Yeah. Because, right. like I said before, it is my job to help manage your, inse- your, your, your insecurities if you have any. So the, I have to do my part. And my part is making sure that 
if I say I'm going to the store, you know what beyond a shadow of a doubt I'm actually going to the store. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't need any type of fishy behavior that's going to lead to my spouse thinking X, Y, Z, or I don't want to have the conversation of, hey, listen, y'all spending a little bit too much time together. Hey, you know I, what? You're right. I apologize. I'll fix it. I hate that conversation. I can't. I'm not that person. I don't really <laughs> think of myself as a jealous person, but right. I don't. I would hate to have to have that kind of conversation. Like, you know what? It's just, it's starting to bother me a little bit. You know, like I would just hope that my self-esteem would prevail, but I, I, I suppose it happens. Well, I think too, it comes down to like, respect um because i think that people get territorial people get territorial friendships and so if you have something of the opposite sex and and, you know um it's like okay i could be jealous of crystal having like another best friend and it could be another woman you know Mm -hmm. what i mean but it's different when if i'm dating you and crystal is your best friend and crystal feels like oh y'all been you know she knew you first and you guys are so close and things like that and she feels like she doesn't have to respect me because y'all are friends that mm. can cause a really big problems. So I don't think it's always, you know, jealousy. It's just like some people are fucking disrespectful. Yeah, some right. people have boundaries that you are completely unaware of, right? Like, you don't know right. that as your friend's girlfriend. You don't know her boundary of, you know what I mean? I mean, it's up to him to kind of communicate that. But that's a lot of stuff that gets lost in the sauce, you know? Yeah, but then also, too, it's going to be like, well, why aren't you, you haven't talked to your friend about, you know, me or how you feel about me or you're not checking this. Like, that's a whole other problem, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, Sean, how you feel about bisexual men? Well, that's the question. That's the question. Yeah, I don't feel one way or the other about them. I mean, but if you see... If you saw a guy, you know, and you were like, it was obvious that he was with a guy, like he was, he was either kissing him or holding his hand or whatever. And then you see that same guy, maybe a month later, and he's with a woman and he's, you know, affectionate in the same way. Is that gonna, are you gonna assume that man is gay and that he, I mean, or I don't know, I don't know how to ask ask the question. I'm just, I'm wondering from a male, a straight male perspective. Like, do you have any bisexual gay friends or bisexual friends or gay friends that are men? I have family members that are bisexual and gay. Yeah. Okay. So do you respect the bisexuality of a man? Because I feel like men, men respect the bisexuality of women, but not the bisexuality of men. They automatically assume they're gay or automatically just call them gay because it's like, well, if you, Mm -hmm. if you have anything to do with other men, then Mm -hmm. you're just gay. It's not a bisexual thing. I have, I respect the sexuality of anybody. I think that, you know, I think that the trend now is, or what's becoming popular now is, that there's no such thing as a bisexual man. Either you're straight or you're gay. Or, That's I'm what sorry, I'm saying. Straight or you're gay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I disagree with that. <laughs> okay. uh, if these rules apply here, then they apply over here as well. So if a woman likes to entertain men and women and she's bisexual, and if this cat likes to entertain, uh, entertain men and women, then he's bisexual too. Um, I don't have an issue with it. Uh, whatever it is, do your thing. That I would advise, and I guess it is completely off topic, but to be open with it and not be secretive about it. Would you date a bisexual woman? Yeah. Okay. Mm. I mean, I have to say that you're very, you know, you're progressive, brethren. <laughs> you know, you, especially you for a southern man. Yeah, you born in the south and stuff, and. 
you have a more progressive mindset. You know, you very how so? um how so? You just mature. You know what I'm saying? Like I know you. I know you got pettiness in you. In in more comedic <laughs> ways, in more comedic ways, not in ways where it's like really gonna affect somebody's like you know life or whatever. But right. I just you know I I respect you. I appreciate. I just appreciate that you have a progressive Southern mind and that it's not, it's not hopeless so, out here. Ask you a question. Mm -hmm. This goes to both of you. Vicky, you as well, because you living in the South for what's how about a year or two now? No, seven months. Seven months. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what is the perception of Southern men, people in general, but what is the perception of Southern men? Because here's something that I think people don't understand because they're not from here. Mm-hmm. We don't like to be called a country. Mm -hmm. That's almost like a derogatory term because of mm -hmm. what, it, what it stands and what it stands for. So if you tell me I'm, a, I'm progressive as a Southern man, what exactly does that mean versus a Midwestern man or West man or Eastern? Like, what's the difference? I just feel like personally that um, it's a slower, it's a slower um, mindset to a more liberal lifestyle in the south mm -hmm. and that yeah men on the east coast and men on the west coast and in the midwest um in the cities i mean um are born into a more progressive liberal um uh, mindset and they just they they don't have the the kind of upbringing necessarily of like being raised by hella women you know watching women uh cook and clean and be out working and doing it all. I'm not saying that doesn't happen in the cities. I'm just saying that in the South, it happens at a greater rate and men just have a, they just, I don't know. I don't want to say slower either, but it is slower to progression down there. So it just, to me feels like you have a more forward thinking mind than the perception of Southern men, which is that they're a little more, uh, hmm. I don't know what the word is. I feel like Southern men are seen. This is just. Mm -hmm. I feel like Southern men are are seen as being um like a little bit more family oriented, and so mm -hmm. I think because of that, you kind of see them as being more conservative. Conservative. Like, you know, they're thinking about family. Yeah. yeah moral more fashion. Yeah. Right. So I think that's that's what it is, and that is a so wrong. <laughs> I think that's so wrong. And I've never lived in the South. I have, you know, my family comes from the South. Um, so I go to the South often enough. Um, but I've never lived there. So I don't I don't even know. I'll be honest. Most of the southern people I've dealt with have left the South and are in a more, you know, East Coast or West Coast environment and they stick out. They still stick out, even, you know, once they leave the South because they just have a a more old fashioned point of view mm -hmm. i guess so. i got you it's not even uh, it's not a bad thing i just wanted you all's opinion on it because yeah. i think um with me being from the south sometimes i don't understand that i'm from the south meaning i'll right. speak to somebody and they'll say you have an accent and i'm like damn i do you mm -hmm. know um and just listen to you you especially chris i listen to you talking how you are able to differentiate a southern man versus a man from somewhere else and i was wondering mm -hmm. what goes 
that uh, way of thinking and how do you arrive to the point of, okay, he's progressive for a Southern man. You know? Also, also Southern men to me seem more like capable. And I don't, I, that's really rude to say when you think of it in a city way, but I just mean like they're, they're more, they're more um, like, they're not afraid to get their hands dirty. You know, they're not afraid to right. fix some shit. Um, you know, city men tend to be very, um, you know, clean cut, metrosexual, like these kicks is clean and your kicks is clean. You know, I, I see you. Um, but I just mean like, I, I could see, I could see you, I could see you also, you know, digging up some shit on a, uh, um, you know what I'm saying? On a field or, you know, a farm or something. I can see you. I don't know if you've ever done that. That may not even be your life. Not but I Jordan, can see bro. it. Not in the Jordans. Not, not in the Jordans, no. Not in the Jordans, bro. <laughs> I, I cut my grass sometimes. Oh, okay. I think, I think that's another thing, too. I think that Southern men are deemed more as like men because they're yeah. you know they're seen as hardworking out in the field yeah. um more like what is it blue like blue collar mm-hmm. same with like yeah. midwestern yeah. i feel like midwest and south right. are kind of congruent they're parallel so i think that's what people typically think about when they think Perception. of southern yeah yeah uh, that's because this is where most of the cotton grew yeah and like I said, uh, you know, y'all states down there, they still they stay red, okay? And I, it's, um, well, I know it's, prog- I know, I know it's a lot of numbers, and I know they're really purple, especially yeah. Texas and Louisiana, but in Florida, but um, you know, they stay red, and so the more conservative thing always just pops out front. I got you. So. Oh, that was good. Not as defensive now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can understand that. I mean, what is your what's your perception of city city folk? You all move pretty fast. Uh, you adapt quickly. You move quickly. Um, I think you all have a better feel of being able to adapt to your surroundings versus someone from the south because things here move pretty slowly. Um, I think that. Most people who live in bigger cities are rude. Um, mm-hmm. Like you, if, like if you call like now, impatient. Right, in, impatient. I think you know what. I think that's a better way of put it. I think in, I think they're more impatient. Mm-hmm. But to compare the two, like if you um, before they started outsourcing call centers and things of that nature, when you would call a company about whatever the case may be, let's say your cell phone or something like that, you would speak with somebody. Most call centers are fluid throughout the South and any other area in the country because of what you call Southern hospitality. Yep. Well, it's a reason why you don't call someone and get somebody from New York. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. They don't give a fuck. It, exactly. To whereas we are more willing to listen because it's, spo- it's supposedly it's, just, it's, it's in our nature, right? Mm. Um, city ladies, I'll say this, especially with dating, mm-hmm. they move quicker. Like they and, move, they move through the, the the process quicker. Yes. Okay. And Maybe? yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. They 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 they're more reciprocal of energy. They they move through the process quicker. Um, they're more open. 
they're more receptive. Uh, dealing with a lot of women in the South, um, it's an uphill battle. Mm. Uh, it's, and I, I don't know where this way of thinking comes from, but a lot of what I experienced dealing with ladies from the South, and this isn't just in Louisiana, dealing with a lot of ladies in the South is, it's my way or no way. Um, oh. Dealing with women from the West Coast or Midwest, I haven't really uh, conversed with too many women who live on the East Coast, but they are pretty laid back. Um, they're willing to do just as much heavy lifting as you are, so I guess that in that regard, it's not heavy lifting, but um, they're willing to put in more work than a woman from the South. Wow. I the, I, yeah, I would think the opposite. I would think that You know what? I did too. And it was definitely a cold dash of water. Huh. Being where I'm from, and I, I love where I'm from. I love it to death. Mm-hmm. But it's a different it's a, it's a different beast here. And I don't think it can be tamed because of what's feeding it. So all the rigmarole you have to go through, all the hurdles you have to jump just again to get a woman's attention, that's not necessarily the issue when you talk to somebody from a bigger city or somebody who's not from the South. Yeah, yeah. I always thought the mentality of a woman in the bigger city is what should be going on here versus and, and vice versa. I was going to say, it seems like it would be opposite. Right. It's not. And Interesting. I, but, you, but one thing I think women do understand, and I don't know if it's inherent, but women in bigger cities understand, number one, how competitive things in, and, and number two, the market that they're in, meaning there aren't a lot of single men, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have to progress to the art lot of good single men. Yes. Then you progress to Say the art lot of good single straight men. There right? you go. There you go. So those women understand that I'm already outnumbered. Mm. So I'm going. If this guy approaches me, if I'm because they they are more aggressive. If I approach him, I don't necessarily have time to waste because God knows how many other women he's conversing with. Because again, right. yep. if you a single man, a straight man, and you have something going for yourself in those cities, you're what they call the commodity. And right. women understand that to whereas here, they don't care because oh. you know, the machine that's feeding them, which largely is social media. So oh. all of the attention the women receive, um, it does something to their ego. And I'm not saying that to be good or bad, but I am saying that there is a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's an after effect for it. Um, it's harder to get a woman's attention here. Um, wow. Um, I, I, I feel like it's, it's harder to keep a woman's attention. Listen. Mm-hmm. It's harder to keep mine, and I'm just speaking for myself. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I don't know which one is harder because, for example, if I know if I if, let's say I see somebody on social media, right? If mm-hmm. I see somebody out and about, I could approach her and she shoot me down. I even give me the time of day. I mean, literally ignore me. But let's just say I find out that me and that lady have a mutual friend. Mm. That, let's just say it's male, female, whatever. Hey, listen, tell her I'm interested. I have a better chance of getting to her that way than actually approaching her physically. That, that's true. I think that's true. See, that's, that's the opposite that's for me. That's the opposite for me. That's crazy as hell. I don't want to hear is. from your motherfucking friend. That's just me, though. Thank you. Exactly. 
I get it. Okay. Yeah. I get, I, 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 okay. I get that. It's interesting, but I get it. Um, because we mostly for women in the city, like if I see a dude that's good looking and got all his shit together, I'm just going to automatically assume he's taken because like you said, the, the quantity of good looking, uh, hardworking, uh, non broke, um, got, you know, got shit going on with themselves. Men that are also straight is few and far between. So if I spot one, even if I don't see a ring, I'm gonna be like, he got him. He got somebody. Like I'm not gonna. That's another reason why the shot doesn't get shot. The shoot, best shoot. way yeah. I can no, describe, and I'm I'm really really walking on eggshells. I don't want to offend anybody here, mm-hmm. or at least from the south. Okay. I think the best way I can describe this is, you are in competition directly or indirectly. You're in competition knowingly or unknowingly. I think the difference is the women who live in bigger cities or women who aren't from the South, they understand that they are willing to engage in that type of activity more than a woman from the South is or from a smaller city like myself. Okay. That makes sense. That's what I hear about women in Atlanta. I I have a friend in Atlanta and he always talks about how aggressive the women are there. But like you're saying, there's a lot, they have a lot of competition down there. Yeah, right. a lot. You're right. You're right. That, yeah. that, that's probably the first, the, well, really, probably one of the top two things I've heard. I've been to Atlanta once, and I remember being there, and you could feel it. It's different. I've heard stories about cats who have been there. Women are really, really aggressive, but there's a reason for it. So because are men. They know, yeah, there aren't a lot of straight men there. There aren't a lot of men who are doing well there. Well, at least not, I don't want to say not a lot, but they outnumbered them by a, by the 10, a lot. you know, a lot. Yeah, it, it's yeah. by a lot. And when, when you are, when you are aware and you understand that this is the game you're playing in, you just accept the rules. Hmm. Well, in most cases, like where I'm from, the women are not accepting those rules. It's, it's a different game here. Yeah. Man. Hmm. Thank you so much for enlightening the lifestyles of love because honestly like um these are these are new revelations (laughs) um that's our hour that went by fast i know it always but smoke came through i know it's been a while we had it has i'm thank god i didn't want me back man no was it you man whatever it's it's your work schedule it's okay though it is. My work Just show. go ahead and ask for Monday nights off. Yeah. And we'll be all right. Okay. I got you covered. Check out Thank Smoke at DYN Breed81. Check us out at Lifestyles of Love underscore at Crystal with a K. Rick underscore Pistol. At Lifestyles of Love. All right. And we'll see you <laughs> next week for our branded sponsorship show. We love you guys. Bye.